the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. The Bible teaches us that God opens doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to get and do things that we otherwise would have never got or done. But open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't walk through, for whatever reason, Satan convinces me and you will never receive or achieve what God has for me and you. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for us so that we can step into all the things that God has waiting for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn back to Acts chapter 16, please. Pick up reading verse 6 again. It says, Now when they had gone through that place in the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, which is, you know, that, that place in, in, in Asia, after they were come to that place, they essayed to go to that place. But, but the Spirit suffered them not to. Praise God. Just like he suffered me not to. Even Sam, praise God, mess up their names. So the spirit suffered them not to, told them don't go. And they, passing by uh, that place, came down to Troas. So they didn't. They went someplace else. And in an interest in that, it just says he told them not to go, but he didn't tell them why. You know, the Bible has all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Yes, it does. The Bible has all things that pertain unto God, life and godliness, which means the Bible has jam-packed within it everything that you need to know to live your life and to be able to live it in a godly fashion. And all it says is he told them, don't go. Don't say nothing about them asking him questions about why not. It doesn't say anything about him explaining to them why not. It just said he told them, don't go, and they didn't go. That's some awesome thing to learn in life and how to live godly. Because, see, these were people that were raised up to be able to represent him. And anybody that's raised up to represent him knows how to be willing and obedient. To just do what he tells them to do. Now. We saw that there was a time where God had told them, don't go into this area. Don't preach yet into that area. Although I've called you to do it, don't do it. Why? Because I've closed the door for you. Many people up in this room have been told by God to do various things, and you've attempted and endeavored to go forward and do it. You found accomplishment and success in many areas on your way to doing all of what it is that God had to say, but you ran into a sticking point, a stopping point, where you couldn't go any further. Many, For many of us, God himself closed that door. Why? Because everything's a function of timing. 
It's like even this ministry right here. There's many things that I've wanted to do, but yet there's been a restriction on me that I can only do certain things at a, up to a certain time. Lord, knowing me, knowing that I'm zealous and want to get done all that it is he wants me to get done, slows me up in order to make sure in, in some ways that I have opportunity to be able to have everything necessary to get done all that it is that I need to do. Because he knows that other people not stepping up doesn't mean anything to me. I'll do it myself. You know, such a way where, you know, don't matter how many hours I need to be around. Don't matter how many days I need to be around. Doesn't matter whether, you know, I get a chance to do vacations and all that other kind of stuff and all that, you know, all that other stuff. It's irrelevant. I'm just going to get done what God needs to get done. But many times the Lord will put blocks on things. Why? Because he needs certain things handled and completed until before he can open that door for you to be able to go in and do all that it is he needs to be done. Because everything needs to be in place before you can be able to move forward into the fullness of God's grace. With Paul, when he finally did see it was time to go, he saw that there was, it said that there was a man standing on the shores of Macedonia. But when he entered into Macedonia, notice he did not run into a man. Notice he ran into a woman. Notice he didn't run into a man. Notice he ran into a woman. It's a very important point right here. Very important point in terms of walking through your open door. You must remain sensitive enough to the Holy Ghost to be able to recognize who it is that he was talking about when he showed you something. Because he saw a man, but the very first person he ended up ministering to is a woman, not a man. That's a very important point. Why is that? Because God might send you into a particular place, and if you start off with preconceived notions as to what it is that God is saying specifically, then you might miss the thing that he has just opened a door for thee. The very first person that he had him to be able to speak to who was going to establish the most powerful church in the entire area was not a man. See, that's a big deal. Because, see, back in that day, the woman was, was a, 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 a come along late later. She wasn't the main person. But yet, many times, we'll have in our own mind or society will have already established or customs and, 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 and rituals and things that we'll have already established what's the right, right course to be able to accomplish what God has in store for you. But many times God will lead you in a way that is different than what everybody else has to say to be able to get you to accomplish what he has in store for you. But you have to be sensitive enough to the Holy Ghost to be able to recognize his leading. Because on the Sabbath day, he goes by a riverside. What you doing by a riverside? You're supposed to be going to the synagogues. You're supposed to be going to the the other places of worship or whatever place of worship that the Jews have in that particular place because the Jews were scattered. They were all over the place. And so you're supposed to be going there. But he goes by the riverside. Why? Led by God to the place that he wanted him to be to talk to the person that he wants him to talk to. Remember, we learned last week that God will lead you to unlikely sources in unlikely places. He can potentially lead you in unlikely sources to unlikely places. He led him to an unlikely place, which was by a riverside where there were women sitting around there just praying and and, and praying and praying. And once again, that's not where Paul's custom was in terms of whenever he would enter into a city. Go back in. We don't have time. I'll take you through it. Whenever Paul would enter into a city, first place he would go to the synagogues so that he could be able to preach the gospel to the Jew first and then everybody else. To the Jew first and then everybody else. To the Jew first, then everybody else. But here, in this case, he didn't go to the Jew first. He went to a riverside instead of the synagogues, and he went and talked to a woman first. Why? Because God chooses who he chooses to get done what he needs to get done, and you need to be able to recognize it. So it's very important because the people that he's going to send you to talk to probably won't be people that you would normally choose yourself. 
He might send you to a place that you wouldn't choose yourself. A lot of y'all sitting right now in a place that you wouldn't choose yourself. This brother a little wild for some of y'all. A little street for some of y'all. Come on. Can we talk? You don't mind if I go there? A little black for some of y'all? <laughs> Man. A little wild, a little, you know, for some folk. But at the same time, isn't it interesting how the Lord will lead you to the exact place you need to be to be able to get exactly what it is he has in store for thee. He'll send you right by the people that you need to be by in order to get done what you need to get to. When he got there, he ran into this woman by the name of Lydia who was by there praying. In the midst of this crowd, a woman was one woman that was going to be able to be instrumental in the development of his entire ministry from that point forward. In the middle of this thing, a bunch of women, it's going to be one woman that is going to be instrumental in the development of his ministry from that point forward. For time's sake, share with you that this woman, Lydia, was the one who ended up founding the, the, the church at uh, Philippi in her house. It founded right there in her house. And interestingly enough, in the interesting that Philippi was the only church was the one that would pay once and again unto his necessity while he was going out and preach all the rest of the word every place else. All the other churches that were founded were not communicating with him as the scripture calls it or giving him money, giving offerings and things like that. But only the church that started out of this one lady's house. So that then meant that if he didn't allow himself to be led by God in the direction that he needed to be led, then he would have never received the funding necessary to do all that it is that God had called him to do. It's so important that you be led by God at this time because God's going to lead you by the people that he wants you to be by in the places that he wants you to go so that you can meet the people that he wants you to meet and attach yourself to the people he wants you to attach yourself at so that it can be able to empower you to be able to move forward into the awesome things that God has in store for you. Are you listening to me? But you must be sensitive and do not set up preconceived notions of how it is that it should be. This is a time. Can we talk? This is a time for you not to be listening to every minister all over the place and their testimonies of how they did what they did, which is similar to what it is that God is calling you to do, because you might be tempted to do it the way they did it and miss what God has and miss your Lydia. And miss your Lydia. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Don't miss you, Lydia. Are you listening to me? <laughs> because if you're sitting there looking for that man that you saw in the vision, you'll find out that that's not the one that God set up to be able to set you free. It ain't interesting that God didn't choose a wo- show him a woman in the vision. Because then he would have been walking around looking for a woman. But isn't it interesting that he showed him a man and not a woman? I find that fascinating. But could it have been that he didn't want him to see it? I don't know. That's a, that's a revelation you want to get this year. Everybody say, I don't know. Hurry up and accept. There many things you just ain't going to know. But as long as you're being led by the Holy Ghost, you don't need to know. All you need to know is him. Keep your eye fixed on him, and he's going to move you forward in the things he has in store for you. So we're in, ver- we're in chapter 16, and he brought him by. He said in verse 13, and on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made, communication with God. And we sat down and spake unto the women which resorted thither. And a certain woman named Lydia, who happened to be a seller of purple, that phrase seller of purple right there meant that she sold purple garments, purple garments. What significance is that, Pastor? Girlfriend was basically a businesswoman who sold only to rich people because these garments that she sold 
was a person with, with, with purple garments, which, you know, had time to get into the fullness of it. But in order to get these purple garments, a certain worm had to be uh, destroyed and the stuff pressed up out of him in order to be able to get this garment to be this particular color. This was royal garment. The ambassadors, the kings, the royalty, big business people were the only ones that she sold to. Another way of looking at it, all she handled was big money. She hung around big money and she handled big money. But in an entrance, and she's by a riverside praying. She's by a riverside praying, which means that God is going to, if I'm going to put it this way, he's going to put you into the middle of an environment where you would run into a person that you would least likely to expect in a given area, and that person is the one that's going to make sure you have opportunity to move forward into the things that God has in store for you. Can I speak over y'all in case y'all missing what I'm saying? There, you've got an appointment with a person that's going to get you to your destiny. You've got an appointment with a person that's going to finance your destiny. You've got, a person, you've got an appointment with a person that's going to pave the way for you to be able to move forward in all that it is that God had to say. God's going to open a door for you with a person that you don't even know. That if you're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you'll walk right past them. Because remember, these were sin- Paul wasn't per se, but I don't want to say it harshly, but most Jews were cynical women. They consider them second class. And, in, and you'll walk past a person who you consider second class and miss the fact that they were about to usher you into a first class reality. But you got to stay sensitive. Say stay sensitive. Say stay, say, stay, say, stay sensitive. Yeah, you got to stay sensitive. You got to stay sensitive. One of the ways to stay sensitive while we're there, one of the ways to stay sensitive is to learn to pray in the Holy Ghost. Learn to pray in the Holy Ghost. That's one of the ways to be able to stay sensitive because it keeps you yielded to the Spirit of God because you got to yield to the Spirit of God to allow him to use your mouth to be able to uh, speak the words that it is he's trying, he wants you to say because you'll be the one that speaks it. Speak the words that he wants you to say. And then as that happens, then it sensitizes your spirit to, be, to stay accustomed to hearing the Spirit and flowing with the Spirit, and then you become sensitive to the Spirit of God. Another way to become sensitive to the Spirit of God and remain sensitive to the Spirit of God is to read the Word of God with regularity. Because what it does is keeps you on the frequency of God. Such a way where you stay tuned to his station. Does that make sense? Amen. You stay tuned to his station. And if you tune to God's station, whenever the words begin to start coming forward or the information starts coming forward, you'll pick up on it right away. You'll recognize it because you're just on his frequency. Another way to do it is to be able to listen to words that are spoken through messages and or songs. The word spoken through messages and or songs. It's a good year to you to be able to compile a, a, a good list of word music. I said word music. Amen. Stuff that keeps you sensitive to God. Keeps you sensitive to God. Amen. Amen. When I say word music, let me qualify things. I am not talking about all music which speaks spiritually. I'm talking about word music. Word music is word. It's got the word of God in it. And or it talks about God and or it uses the word of God to talk about God. There are other songs that are really wonderful, but if they don't put you in the mind of him, then you will become dissensitive to him and become sensitive to yourself. This is not a year for you to be just listening to songs talking about I'm going to make it through. Or what's going to happen to me and you. This is a year to be listening to words that's talking about him. It's got to do with if it's going to say that I'm going to make it through, make sure it ties back into him and not keeps you focused on you. That way you stay sensitive to the spirit. Hey, man, it's good teaching to read the word itself. Just read it. Get it on CD. Get it on disc. 
Get it on, on tape. Praise God. And just listen to the word. It's an astonishing concept. It's called listening to the word. Where you just put it on and listen to it. Even if you're not paying close attention to every single word, you'll gain a sensitivity to the word of God and the spirit of God to the point that you'll be able to recognize him when he's speaking to you. Become sensitive to the spirit of God this year. Because then you'll be able to recognize when he's leading you, where he's taking you. See, we're the children of God, are we not? Yeah. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that, for, that the children of God are led by the spirit of God. Yeah, right. Amen. So we're not going to be led by circumstances and situations. Yeah. We're not going to be led by opportunities that we are thinking is there. Amen. We're just going to be led by the spirit. Amen. Paul just saw some ladies over to the side as he was on his way going to wherever he was going. Saw some ladies on the side and was led to go over there. And when he got over there, he saw all these ladies up in there. But at the same time, although he looking at all these ladies praying, one of them stood out, Lydia. He, 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 he began to start speaking, teaching about the word of God to all these people, all these ladies. I mean, an unlikely group to be, for him to be talking to. These ladies, he's just ladies. But in the midst of these ladies was his future finances. I like that because God will put your blessing in the middle of a crowd to keep you from being specific about who you deal with. He'll keep you operating in love rather than operating in selfishness so that you can be able to step into the fullness that he has in store for you. I hope this is making sense to you. So he got up in there, started preaching the word to all these ladies and stuff like that. And Lydia sitting there listening. And, 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 and she was a seller of purple. She was from the city of Thyatira, which means that she wasn't even from where she is. She wasn't even from where she is, which worshiped God. But that's the good part. It says she worshiped God, heard us, and whose heart the Lord opened. See, the Lord opened her heart. And then once her heart was opened by way of the word of God that, that, that Paul was speak, speaking unto her, it then, she then turned around and opened the door unto him that he could have never walked through to. Similar to last week when we were talking about how uh, in 1 Kings 17, how the prophet had to eventually get away from the brook where the water was flowing and the bread and the, and, the, and, the, and the meat was being brought to him by the raven, the unlikely source as well as the unlikely place, uh, and then leave there and go into uh, Zarephath where this widow woman was going to be there to sustain him. And his sustenance was now tied to his operating in the gift that God gave him. So it is going to be with many of us in this room. And that just like in this situation, based upon him operating in his gift, just doing what it is he's supposed to do, conducting himself the way he's supposed to conduct himself, you know, preaching the word of God, ministering the word of God, making sure God's kingdom move forward. That's paraphrase, making sure God's kingdom move forward. It opened her heart so that the door could open for him. So that then means that if you move it back logically, the door would have never opened for him to step into the fullness of what he had in store for him until he did what it is he was called to do. That's why this year would be a wonderful time that if you're not already serving in the things of God, start serving. If you're not already serving, start serving. If you are serving, make sure your attitude is that you love to serve. That you're just glad to do it. I can imagine Paul sitting in Macedonia now. Finally been waiting. I couldn't wait to get in Macedonia. Now he's finally in Macedonia. And then as he's walking, he sees some people over on the side that's over there praying. He's like, that's good enough. And he just started went, going to do what it is that he just loved to do. 
And he saw some people, and he just started talking to these ladies. And I could hear some of his boys like, man, we're supposed to be going to the synagogue. What are we doing here? Paul said, I'm preaching right here. And he started preaching the word of God with power. He started sharing with them what it is that God wanted to do for them this very hour. And here this lady who was worshiping God, but similar to the uh, person over in, in, in John chapter 4 who didn't know what she worshipped, where she worshipped, Paul broke that thing down for her in such a way was her heart opened up and she got baptized into the body of Christ. And as a result of that, she constrained them to stay in her house. Said, no, y'all stay right here. They didn't have a place to stay yet, but she gave them a place to stay. And as a result of them staying there and sharing the word with them, you read on, it finds out that all of her household got saved. Everybody ended up getting blessed as a result of it. And for time's sake, when Paul later on got in trouble later on down the line and was put in jail, beat, put in stocks and beat and everything else like that, when the power of God finally set him free, she, her house was where he went back to to be ministered to, to be taken care of from that point forward. Because what God's also going to build is allies. This is a year for Holy Ghost hookups and anointed alliances. This is a year for Holy Ghost hookups and anointed alliances. But trust me, those Holy Ghost hookups and those anointed alliances are going to be while you're doing what it is that God has called you to do. Because if he hadn't done what God had called him to do in the place that God had led him to do it to the person that God set up for him to be able to do it to, then he, later on, if he would have gotten beat, he would have had nobody to go to to be able to be ministered to and taken, to, taken care of. You're setting up your future based upon your now. You're setting up your future based upon your now. Depends on what you do now will determine what your future is going to be. What you do now, if you do, be about, about what God's want you to be about, about <laughs> glory to God, then you're, you know, I got to go street every once in a while. If you, if you, if you be about, about what God wants you to be about, about you're going to get a chance to be able to step into a future that is going to be absolutely tremendous. That's already been ordained for you. But if you get caught up in silly stuff today about what yesterday had to say, then you'll never move forward into the tremendous things that God has in store for you. You'll get put off track starting today. Choice is yours as to what you decide that you're going to do. Choice is yours as to what he's going to do. But this I want you to know, trying to get this point across, and then we'll shut down for today. And that's that God is opening doors for you that were previously closed. But you got to be able to recognize them for what they are when they open. A lot of people are held at bay based upon what, how the door was closed previously the other day that they just decide it's still closed and I don't want to go any further. A lot of us have been embarrassed about trying before and failing, moving forward and running into that brick wall. But God is letting you know today, no, I've opened that door. It was, it was closed before because there's a timing to everything, but now the door is open. Try it again. See what happens. Try it again. See what happens. The people that told you no, Go back and check them. See, you'll find out there's an open door. The people that told you no, go try them again. See what happens. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people. I'm telling you, this, I mean, this whole room is full of people who had ran smack dab in the closed doors before. Try them again. See what happens. Find out that they've already been open for you. Holy Ghost hookups are going to be there when you get there. Anointed alliances are going to be there to get there. And God is already going to have hooked up for you the way to be able to take you to the future that he has in store for you. That makes sense? Amen. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed with what the word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that it's true. There really are doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. Doors of opportunity that God expects to be walked through by us. 
I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is, walk through the doors that he's opened for me and you. That we walk through into the awesome things that are awaiting me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after service. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something I invite all of you ladies out there to do. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the brothers from Word of Faith prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. What a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers a word of faith to treat you like the queens you are. By preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple of sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the Brothers Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.